I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. What's up? What's up? Welcome back to Rebel Radio. Hope you had a great Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrated. I know I did. My guest today is Darlene Ortiz, possibly the first lady of gangster rap. She was with Ice-T as his, as his wife, his, uh, his partner, his cover model on his first couple albums at the beginning of his career. She's coming to talk to us about what all that was like. Uh, she has a, a book out called Definition of Down. It's a fantastic book if you're into hip-hop love stories. That's maybe she's pioneered a new genre. Uh, the book is out right now on Over the Edge Books. Go to overtheedgebooks.com. You can get a copy. It's definitely a great read if you're into if you're into this kind of material. Um, she really tells a story, not only of her life with Ice T and, and what all that was like, but you know that really coincided with, in many ways, the birth of hip hop and and the growth of that genre from what a lot of people thought was a fad into what it's become today. And she kind of takes us through some of those great old school stories. We're going to talk all, about all of that. We also have a signed copy of Definition of Down that you can win. If you hit us up on Twitter, at Rebel Radio Net, you'll find out how you can win the book there. You can also get other episodes of the Rebel Radio Show on SoundCloud, Rebel underscore radio, or find us on iTunes in the podcast section. Look up Rebel Radio. Before we get into our interview, man, I got to tell you about uh, this great Christmas gift that I bought for myself is the BDP Criminal Minded box set. It's uh, it's the Criminal Minded album on 45s in a cool little box. If you're not familiar with that record, it was the first Boogie Down Productions album and, and uh, definitely one of the most important classic hip-hop records of that era. And it came with... Um, a jigsaw puzzle of the album cover. So while I'm listening to my B-Boy classics, I'll be sitting on the floor building a puzzle. 
It's amazing. I got it at uh, getondown.com. They're not a sponsor of the show, but I think they should be. If you work for getondown.com, hit us up, and let's figure out how to get you involved as a sponsor. Meanwhile, let's get into the interview with Darlene Ortiz. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Darlene. Thank you for having me. Ah! Uh, Still funny to hear you. I know. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome to see you. And it's been, you know, I don't know how long since we've seen each other. Way too long, dude. I'm like in this area yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, we go back. Well, you know, I'll, I'll tell it. You know, I was at your house um, first. I was there a couple times. I was there three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, once to interview Ice. I don't remember when or why, but why? when I was, what you were doing, okay. You know, some was it around the as a journalist, or controversy or whatever. Maybe it could have yeah. been, um, and then uh, and then when I was managing Dub C, we came and recorded a song there oh, at the studio love, with the Sharks. Love Dub C. Yeah, Dub was yeah, Dub was dope, and I in forget, a good way. I know? forget what that song was. <laughs> Street dudes were like, oh god. Oh yeah. And I'm like, you good people. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. It's all love on this show, you know. <laughs> yeah. We don't have that. Um, uh, and then, and then, you know, and then I was friends with Heidi and I know you guys are really close. Yeah. And oh, you, you came r- you up there with her too? Together. Yeah. Yes, we did. Yeah. Yeah. That is my girl, man. That is like, that's family. Yeah. 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 Heidi's dope. Um, and so you guys wrote this book together, Definition of Down. Yeah, that's right. With the dope cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, there it is. Got it there. <laughs> um, and you know, for those of us who remember Ryan Pays, Power, mm. Um, you know, those days, you know, you added a dimension to, to those covers that I think was, uh, you know, you guys were the only ones doing that. It was pretty incredible. Yeah. I felt, I felt pretty special. Yeah. Cause like, as my dad put it, he was like, you know, like really hardcore funk you know, R&B artists were only doing that. Mm-hmm. And oh, well, okay, well. Yeah, it was open. like Ohio Players mm-hmm. had women it. on the cover. I think maybe even Cameo might have did. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah. yeah, he was right. And I was like, okay, I never look at it that way. I was like just, you know, supporting my dude. You know, that's Yeah, rappers weren't doing that no. at the time. Mm-mm. And, you know, for those who may not remember, you know, especially Ryan Pays was such a uh, groundbreaking record, mm-hmm. you know, such an important record. And um, and you gave us something to look at while we were listening to it. Okay, uh, good. That's which is dope. <laughs> is dope thank you also oh, you had a chance did yeah you i read it heidi gave me a copy i knew it was gonna be dope because because heidi but did you have any idea of what it was about because a lot of people no. i'm getting i'm getting from a lot of people that um right away they just think like oh she's just gonna tell you know share this tawdry yeah. you know tell all and you know say all this crazy stuff about him and i'm like nah you know what i'm saying like yeah. i'm actually just gonna tell the i mean the story i didn't know it was gonna end Right. Do you know what I'm saying? So I knew sure. a long time ago that I wanted to tell a story. I was you like, did. you know what? This is incredible life. Like every time something new and interesting happened to me, I was like, 
th this I need to tell somebody. And every time I did tell somebody, like, hey, you know what? We just came back from, you know, uh, Australia. What? Mexican in Australia? What the hell? You know what I'm saying? First of all. Yeah. Second of all, yeah, we were in the offices and we met uh, Neil Young. And what? And, you know, my dad and people were like, freaking out. And I'm mm -hmm. like, you know what? It, it is very special. It's pretty unique. Yeah. I didn't ask for any of this. It just happened. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's it's dope. And, and it's definitely. Um, you it. Uh you know, I was definitely surprised at how, I mean, you talk about some really deep, some heavy issues, mm -hmm. you know, stuff with your family, mm -hmm. you know, your mom in particular. And, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know. Rest in peace, Rose. I've forgiven her since then, but yeah, it was, it was, it was a long road coming, but yeah. 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 So, so at what point did you know I got, I got to write, I got to write this book? <sighs> I didn't, the book probably... probably a couple of years after he left. Mm -hmm. I knew I wanted to do something. I don't know if it was going to be in a form of like a journal that maybe somebody would find and my kid would go, oh, this is interesting and put it out. And yeah. then I just said, you know what? This, I really do. So many more people were telling me over the years after he left, like, wow, you got, you got a story. And I don't know if you caught that part where that guy says that to me, where I came up with the name. No. The oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so true. But Who, who was the guy? It, some gentleman that I would love to actually find because it's uh, where we where we met, how we met. Anyway, he literally walked up to me. I already knew because more people were saying, "Dude, your story is incredible. You got to put this out. Like it's got to be." And I said, "I I want to. I eventually mm -hmm. want to write a book. Especially like I said, I didn't know it was going to come to an end like that." Mm -hmm. And I said, "You know what? I'd like to share our whole relationship." And you know, prior to meeting him, it was pretty interesting. I think my life was, and I can you know I'll make it all happen like just one big story. But running into that guy, it was interesting because I was already writing it. It had been a year. But what I was doing was it wasn't, like, official to me. It was mm -hmm. in my mind. I was like, you know what? I'm going to start jotting down, like, all these different memories, you know what I'm saying, that took place not necessarily in a timeline. Mm -hmm. And then I re remember I wanted to uh, write a book, and I asked Heidi. Of course, I wouldn't want anybody else. She wrote my ex's first mm -hmm. book, and yeah. she's just incredible anyway, let alone my friend. And I said, uh, you know, I want to write a book, but she was busy producing and over at, you know, Fox or whatever, wherever she was at at the time. And I said, well, she can't do it right now, but I'm going to start my own. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like just writing everything down. It's everywhere, but maybe when she's ready or somebody else comes and helps me out, I can do it. Yeah. So I pretty much had like everything already jotted down. It was just like, all over the place though and then finally she it was just meant i knew it was meant to be it was the year that my kid was getting ready to move out mm -hmm. my dog was about to die she was sick i'd had her for 11 years and i'd been by myself with uh, my kid gone for two years so i thought you know what this is the time i totally don't have any other responsibility so yeah. i felt it and i said you know what i'm gonna see what she's up to and little little did i know she was pulling out from like mm -hmm. everything she was doing and she said something's telling me that I need to be doing all these other things that I've always wanted to do and I said well I'm one of them you know what I'm saying <laughs> come on girl and she was like you're right and yeah. we we dove in and literally like both of us didn't even know we didn't have anything else to do I'm I'm working you know on a daily job mm -hmm. but I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna do whatever I can to get this booked and I mean <laughs> Josh literally paying her by food like okay mm -hmm. if i go over there you know i'm gonna be busy working i gotta make the family some dinner let me go right. get it i'll be right back let me go grab grub yeah. and then come back and we would just we would just write and i literally was like removing more and more hours from my daily grind 
to get it done and literally went broke doing it but i would do it all over again mm-hmm. yeah and how's it feel wonderful wonderful it was so therapeutic especially the childhood stuff yeah 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 i'm sure it feels I mean, great i bet and and the, you know the reception at least from what i've seen online like people are people are digging it wonderful oh i'm so proud i'm so excited well i think you know the book combines something you know combines just a real honesty you know a very raw like vulnerability mm-hmm. um with you know great hip-hop stories oh good you right. know and and yeah. great you know for those of us that that live this culture and love it right mm-hmm. like it's you know it brings back all kind of memories and um you know stories about people that that we grew up to yeah and some that people aren't aware of you know a lot of people never knew that there was actually another guy scott larock and you know things like yeah. that stories like that they're like who and i'm like oh my god you poor soul <laughs> you know what i'm saying like <laughs> but yeah. then again i mean it's not their fault you know they weren't born in that era but sure. i find that lately more and more of this generation are reaching back because that's yeah. like the real deep you know roots and, and and that's really nice to see yeah that seems to be the time right now i mean with with you know straight out of compton and <sighs> you know you saw it Heck yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, what? It blew up so big. And I was like, all right. Hmm. Uh-huh. I'm feeling that. I go, yeah. <laughs> hey, I've got, I've got something to happen prior to that. For sure. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah, it. Yeah. It's interesting. You talk about that a little bit in the, in the book where, mm-hmm. um, you know, you guys get together and, you know, Ice is really just starting out. Mm-hmm. Right. He's, uh, I think he might have had, you know, one little indie thing out. Yeah, cold when madness uh-huh. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, and then you guys moved to New York. Well, to do the movie, but we right. didn't move to New York. He, yeah, but he when he went, when he went to go get the deal. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean he just he was so frustrated here. He had already been trying and struggling for a little while. It wasn't that long, but it was enough to get him so frustrated. And he said, "You know, come on, they're not they're not going to give a West Coast guy uh you know a break. Mm-hmm. I've got to go out there." We saved up whatever we could at the time. I was the only one working, mm-hmm. and he just said, "I'm gonna, I'm not gonna come back until I get a deal. I'm gonna make this happen." And I had all faith in the world, you know. And like I said, no matter what really would have happened, even if he didn't, you know, that was my guy. And I was just like, "Dude, I'm behind you with whatever you choose to do, even if this doesn't work out." But I did have faith. I mean, that guy was hella determined, man. And For I was sure. like, "Something's gonna happen." Yeah. Yeah. So we did. After he got the deal, we moved to New York for probably about a month, maybe. That's for colors. No, that was just for the initial for for um. You mean for New Jack City? Oh, uh, New Jack City. Yeah. A sucker punk cop move like a king when I roll hop. You try to flex, bang, another bang. nigga drop. You gotta deal with this, cause in the way out, why? Cash money ain't never gonna play out. I got nothing to lose, much to gain in my brain. New Jack City, we actually, this was a couple years later, we actually moved out there for four months. Okay. But the initial one, the very first one, my very first trip to New York, mm-hmm. 
uh, we didn't have anything. He had right. just signed the deal, but you know, of course, they don't just hand you money. Yeah, yeah, of course. And you know, but but he said, I got it, I did it. Okay, I'm gonna come back get you. And I'm like, oh my god, we still don't have any money. Yeah. So I'm I'm literally working like downtown. As a matter of fact, the building my son lives in, mm-hmm. I had a job there. Oh wow. Like it was offices. So now they're like, you know, can change these uh, their lofts now. But anyway, I was working downtown, and I said, you know, I'm coming back to get you. Get ready, mm-hmm. we're coming back to New York. And I'm like, shoot, we don't have any yet. But all right, I literally didn't have a coat. Right. Nothing. I was yeah. like, ah, Converse, no socks. I'm a Cali girl. So I was <laughs> like, holy cow. It's sure. crazy out here. But we went out there for a month and then about a week or so later after staying at Islam's place in the Bronx, in a tenement, mm-hmm. shared bathroom with the entire floor. Here's this girl. I'm like, with a machete hanging on the wall. I mean, it, because of rats or something like that or people because it didn't. It was just incredible. But the whole wow. thing was, it, people would go, that's crazy. No, it was enjoyable. Like, it was crazy. But I was like, what, what am I even doing here? I never even thought I'd get on a freaking plane, let alone right. all this that was about to happen because it was just beginning. So, well, you're, I mean, at that point, you're a teenager, right? So, yeah. So, it's just exciting, mm-hmm. I would imagine. Can you imagine. You know, you're not scared of nothing <laughs> at that age. No. Right. You don't even know what the heck you're really doing. You're just kind of going with the flow and just, uh, yeah, it, 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 see, it's pretty amazing. I mean, I tell people all the time, and I thought, this this, this had to happen no matter what. Like, people go, oh, why did you decide to put a book out now? I go, man, I've been working on it for, like, two years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it just happened to come out now. But yeah, it's been a struggle. But, yeah, man, I always knew I wanted to write a book. But the last, like I said, two years is Heidi and I were really, really on the grind to get it done. Yeah. So, so thinking back to that time, you know, and in the book you talk about, um, I mean, you guys were, were flat broke, <sighs> right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, living in a converted garage, and you know, it definitely mm-hmm. painted a different picture of Ice T for me because, you know, I, I mean, of course, I know he wasn't always rich and famous, right? But still, that's how you think of him. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's and, true. Um, and I met Ice uh, actually when I first moved to LA. I was eighteen. Mm-hmm. And I used to go to the uh, Bally's oh. ah, in, uh, in Hollywood on Gower. Okay, so it right must have just opened. It was brand new. Yeah, and I would go there before school. I was going to college, yeah, and I would great. go there at like six in the morning. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I used to be there with Shawnee Sean and mm-hmm. you know his little crew. Yep. <laughs> and it was amazing. First of all, you know I was a fan. Uh, you know, because I oh, you must have really been in the hip hop because it wasn't like oh, it yeah. wasn't like commercial. Then. No, it was like really heavy duty. Like you yeah. had to be deep in it. But I was a hip hop kid, and so, so I walk in there, and he's like one of my idols there, <laughs> and um, and so I'm like, do I say something, you know, uh-huh. whatever? And I walked up and said something. He's like, "Oh, what's up, man?" And gave me like a hug, and was just like, and from that day, every time I went in there, he would say, "What's up to me?" Uh-huh. And and he'd be like between sets. This is right. James is a workout guy. This is probably not a great. <laughs> It's not a great workout regimen, but like in between sets, he would tell stories. So his he just have a bunch of guys yeah, sitting keep around. Keep entertained, yeah. yeah. All... And uh, they worked out slowly. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it wasn't really high intensity, but right. Um, but he just be standing around, you know, with his dudes mm-hmm. talking shit yeah. and like and treating me like I was welcome, well, just part of the crew. Yeah. And I was Real and nice for guy. an eighteen year old kid, that, that just blew my mind. Right. And now, would you ever show up with friends or just kept? No, it, it was too early. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but you know, and now, you know, years later, I mean, I've met a lot of mm-hmm. entertainers and to this day, very few people that are that open that cool. and welcoming and, yeah. and just cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I got I I I I got to give it up. I mean, the guy is super cool. Like I tell people all the time, I'm like, no, he's ultra nice guy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what you know. I, I was gravitated to. You know, sure. first it was first it was the aesthetics of it all. I was uh-huh. like, oh god, this guy is so super duper cool. Look what he's got on. This guy is amazing. Right. <laughs> so, and then to hear him, he was just so charming. Yeah. Yeah. Very friendly guy. Very yeah, friendly. and so you can see that, and you can see that that magnetism that. Yeah. That will make somebody a star. Mm-hmm. Right? right? You saw I saw something coming. I was like, this guy, something's going to happen. I'm sure. Yeah. So at what point did you feel like it's it's happened, like we're here? I think, I think even on the plane ride to New York, you know what mm. I'm saying? Like waiting at LAX. I remember sitting there going, holy cow, we are actually going to, going to New York City. Um, right. It started kicking in then. But yeah. it really kicked in when... He got that first check from Warner Brothers, which I still have the stub. Is that right? Like I've, I've, I, people go I'm a hoarder. No, not <laughs> of unnecessary things like of memories. Uh-huh. Like I have, you know, that doesn't take a lot of space. But yeah, uh, like I kept everything. Like first, you know, first, uh, you know, paid rent for a year. You know, we were like, oh, this is awesome. We're gonna pay it off for a whole year, man. Not worry about it. Yeah. And um, like I kept all these things, leases. Yeah. Bank books when I met him, but anyway, I it really kicked in when he received that first initial check from Warner Brothers. Wow! And then we instantly like that. I like that day, mm-hmm. like the moment he opened an account, deposited in New York. Um, and that's funny because he's had the exact same because it was the account. It was the bank that everybody like entertainers mm-hmm. used. Um, uh, City National. Okay. So everybody was like, oh, yeah. everybody goes there. You yeah, they're like this. the entertainment. Mm-hmm. Of course, George's manager was like, you know, you got to do this, got to do that. Yep. And he was, a, uh, you know, he, he stayed on top of everything. You know, he got great lawyers right away, which he still had, mm-hmm. you know, the same ones for like 30, 20 some years. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I think that's when it really set in where we got that money and we went to a, a nice place. You know, we went from the Bronx yeah. for a week and then we went to, you know, the friggin' uh, Marriott, where they used to hold the new music seminars. Okay. And we stayed on the top of there. Funny. Which I went back this last week, and I was like, whoa, it changed so much inside. But yeah. the memories, man, I was like, whoa. I was just looking at the escalators, because that's all I can remember, certain things when we were at the new music seminar, like all these people passing each other. I mean, you couldn't even do that nowadays. Mm-hmm. People have bodyguards, mm-hmm. and people act up. There was a couple of fights, don't get me wrong. But, of course. you know, you've heard of them. There's one that was just on the movies. But uh-huh. <laughs> but um, it, it was just, it's just, it was incredible. I think that, <clears throat> I think that's when it kicked in is when we actually had like a fancy, you know, our first fancy uh, hotel suite. Now, mind you, he had a hustling career before all mm-hmm. that. So that's why when you said you met him at Bally's, um, and you're, you kind of like your perspective kind of like, you know, when you hear the stories about how we were broke. But even prior to that, right. he had, sure. you know what I'm saying, like this hustler, baller kind of lifestyle. But he gave it up in order to go legit. Mm-hmm. So when I met him, he was like broke. People go, oh, my God, he was a struggling guy. No, he had some, he had a gang of years right, right, where right. he was like balling out of control, but with his boys. And it was yeah. not legitimate. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. So when I met him. But that's yeah. interesting, too, because, you know. The, I think the perception when you think of, you know, rappers that, that come out of that street life, it's kind of like, the story is it just kind of never stops, right? It's mm. like a, I'm balling over here and I'm making my music and then my music blows up and then I maybe I stop doing that. Or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I like, I think, you know, what, something I took from the book was, I mean, I left the book with a, probably a greater respect for Ice T, mm-hmm. 
than I had even before just because of that, right? To to say, well, I'm going to walk away from this. Right. That's paying me. Even though, you know, there's mm-hmm. some downsides to it. It's paying me, right? Sure. And at a young age, you're not necessarily expected to make those kind of responsible choices. You're right. He had the smarts. I'm telling you, that dude right there was just incredible. Yeah, you're right. It took a lot for him to say, hey. And you know what? Even his boys, mm-hmm. whereas maybe, I don't know, I see it, a lot of that happen where they won't support that. Like, right. come on, dude. Oh, really? yeah, gonna... for sure. And they stood by him. I mean, it was really deep. It was pretty heavy to witness. Like, look, you're right. These street dudes. And I can see why a lot of these guys get involved with certain things like gangs mm-hmm. where they actually stand by each other. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not the killing and the rough and the violent part stuff of it, but the actual camaraderie type part. But yeah. th- those guys really backed him up. I mm-hmm. mean, when he made that decision, it was, you know, it was they they helped us survive for a good, you know, almost two years Mm -hmm. even though i was working it still wasn't enough to like sustain living for two adults and a dog sure you know what i'm saying and islam even lived with this too so can you imagine that right in a studio dude this studio right here is way bigger than our first two apartments two we lived in studios i know but to have that experience i think man it just keeps you appreciative of everything i'm i'm always appreciative of every single little anything you know yeah Well, so the other thing uh, that stands out to me about him is is you, Mm. right? Is that, I mean, you're, you were part of the band. I I, I feel like that, yeah. I mean, and, you know, the way you tell it, you know, here I think is um, a little modest. Like I've I've seen other stuff where he's talked about how, you know, important you were, Mm -hmm. right? Well, but people don't know now because all that was Yeah, of course, sure. Which, by the way, I've saved all those, like uh-huh. I told you before. So I'm going to start releasing some of that stuff out. I thought, nice. well, it'd be nice for people to get it. See, right. because you're around that era. Yeah. And you saw it. And a lot of, not a lot of people get that. And they're like, I feel like lately, I don't know I don't know what the problem is, but that he's just like totally uh, cut that out of his history. I don't know why, but. Well, so, you know, I think it's interesting because usually what we see is, is either, um, two celebrities Mm -hmm. you know together married or whatever or you know you never hear about the wife Mm. right she's kind of in the background you know i think first wives club yeah (laughs) especially i think with rappers it's like you know maybe she's from the neighborhood or she was she was down before they were famous or Mm -hmm. or whatever and you know there's maybe the guy feels like he can trust her because of that right which he's spoken about before sure Many times, yeah, about why we were together. So still. So why do you think? Um, what do you think he understood that the rest of these guys didn't? Um, he's a he's a different cat. I don't know. It might have had to do with his family life. I mean, a lot of those guys have family around them still. He didn't. Mm-hmm. He was kind of like on a solo mission. You know, what I'm saying he was abandoned by his family and his loved ones until he became famous and then he heard from like you know distant relatives or whatever but his both of his parents at the time i met him were had died already oh wow yeah so where his father was killed but his mom died and so i think he just just one of those unique individuals you know what i'm saying that really got it like you know i need somebody by me you know what i'm saying this is my family yeah and so he just really got it and he's and he's such a romantic guy, you know what I'm saying? Like he wants his woman, and I see he still does it, which is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. He wants them with him, like involved in everything. Mm-hmm. I think that's so super special. I don't know what he actually, you know, what went through his head and why he felt like the need to do that. But 
he's a pretty unique individual and he got that you know what i've got somebody that is with me and i'm just going to take them on this ride with me and they've got my back yeah you know what i'm saying instead of yeah he had great friends it was just that one missing link where it was like you know and he did sure. it even prior to me i mean when i met him he had a girlfriend that mm -hmm. they'd already broken up but he didn't i knew this guy was a good dude i was like when he honestly told me the very first day of meeting him look i got this girl that's staying with me it's my ex-girlfriend we're not involved anymore like that but mm -hmm. i don't want to throw her out in the street she's mm -hmm. got to get herself together before and i was like oh my god whereas other people go oh hell no you know what i'm saying right. like this guy's got his girl at the house yeah. no i felt it was a and he, and he was and it was genuine i found out you know what i'm saying by staying with him and dating him those first few months i thought this guy is is the real deal this is very rare Mm -hmm. So I was, oh, I'm not going to let this go. People go, oh, my God, he told you that he had a girl living at his house, didn't have a car, didn't have a phone, wasn't working, said right. he was going to, come on now. And I was like, that's how intriguing he was. I didn't care. I was like, yeah, right. I feel that this guy has a special, you know, heart. He's different. Mm -hmm. And he so was. He still is. Matter of fact, if you think about it, maybe... 90% of the artists, not just rap, artists, actors, you name yeah. it, you don't even know that some of them have relationships That's only right. because of social media now. Sure. But a lot of those guys, they don't even yeah. speak up, speak on it because they think that that's going to help their career, which in his part, he said, I'm just going to be real about it and hopefully that people respect it. And they did. Mm -hmm. they, they, they felt, wow, this guy is, is super duper cool. Like he's, you know, he doesn't feel like having his woman around is going to hinder, you right. know, his career. So yeah. he's, he's, he's pretty damn unique. <laughs> it's my kid's dad still. So <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that, you know, that, uh, that partnership, yeah. you know, was, was really valuable and it, it definitely, set you guys apart and, and, you know, set him apart and, as an entertainer. Mm -hmm. And you're right. Yeah, most people don't, they don't talk about it or they hide it. Yeah. Or, it, you know, yeah. it's just not a thing. No, um, but more people should make it a thing. I think it's, uh, especially nowadays, come on, man. I think that's needed for people to see that, that there's humans out there like that. Yeah. Men. <laughs> but. Well, talk about that a little bit. I mean, you know, you get into the book, um, you know, essentially, uh, you know, the relationship sort of ended over infidelity. Mm -hmm. Well. That's maybe oversimplifying it. Um, well, no, that's 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 a big part of it. It started okay. it. But I wasn't going to end it at all. Mm -hmm. uh, that. Yes, that hurts. Mm -hmm. And that mm, puts a big, huge dent in your relationship. But I was willing to work through all that. I mean, he was hardly around. So it mm -hmm. was like, dude, because we had a child at the time. You know, he was 10. And I was like, uh, or at least when it started, he was a little younger, like maybe seven or eight when I started sensing a lot of that stuff. But I'm like, what am I going to do now? You know what I'm saying? Like, we got a family. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. It'd be different if he treated me bad at home, and he doesn't. Right. These things were happening, but I was like, I'm going to end this because, and because I feel that he's out there doing this stuff. He wasn't doing it disrespectfully to me. Mm -hmm. It was a little stuff that I would sense, you know, that whole gut feeling thing. But when you have a family, I was like, though, this is deeper than that. Like, I'd ask him, and of course, you know, he would never admit it. Right. And I thought, you know what? Stuff, I was going to curse. Stuff is... You can oh, curse. Oh, really? Yes, Sweet. go for it. I'm so, anyway, no, I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, shit. I was say, um, shit is like happening at home. Like, he can come home, and I, yes, I might have that little feeling like, ugh, I think this fool was, you know, whatever last night. But 
he's freaking amazing at home. You know, great provider for the family, great father. Mm -hmm. Why would I want to end something like that? So you try to work something out. I mean, I tried. And even for that last really tough year, but then, mm, you know, it, it got deeper than that. Mm -hmm. It was to a point where it was like, oof, now we can't even hide this. But even then, I was like, dude, okay, you know, if, if you're going to leave us and you want that life, then let me know. Mm -hmm. But other than that, like, let's work something out. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's heavier than this. It's not, a lo not about us any longer. We've got a child. Mm -hmm. So we have to make, to me. We have to make some things work out. And I guess he just couldn't. So, you know, he had to go and live that, you know, lifestyle he wanted sure. to live in New York. Because it was already gone. He had been doing right. SUV for um, SVU. <laughs> go SUV. <laughs> <laughs> He's driving a truck. But no, um, yeah, so he was already in New York doing uh, Law & Order. So I was like, uh, I just felt bad for the kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah, that's that's what's most important. And so I was just, I was, I, that's what really broke my heart. I mean, other than that, I think my heart was broken years before that. And then I just tried to hang in there for the kid. But hmm. it didn't happen. Yeah. So here's what I wonder. Because, you know, relationships are hard. True. I, I have one. I'm not famous. And it's, and it's still hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, they're infinitely harder under public scrutiny Hell yes. and you know like you said with social media and with um you know i'm sure we, you know women throwing themselves mm -hmm. at him right mm -hmm. and it, uh and it's like we all have our opportunities but that's different right right yeah. um and so but yet uh women seem to forget that when they meet a famous dude and I know. they think they can make it work. <laughs> they could possibly can, but they you're right. They still have to have that in the back of their minds and their hearts that this is not your average situation. Yeah. So be prepared. It can go any which way. And like I said, he was already a very unique individual for a lot of things that he was into. So most likely they're not going to have that kind of take from the guy that they're involved with, one. And two... Um, you got to just step back and look and say, yeah, man, this is not, like I said, not your nine to fiver. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? This guy's going to be gone all the time. Um, you're, 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 you're not going to have control. You really got to be down with this dude and in love to, to even deal with some of that stuff that you're going to encounter, which is like I said, the shared attention. So when you know that right. you can, you, 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 you can, you know, the odds are going to be uh, greater for you, it working out, but if you don't have that in the back of your head, no matter how attractive you are to the guy or whatever love you're feeling, just let him go. It's not going to happen because it's going to change you. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have such a hard time dealing with it. Mm -hmm. I was fortunate enough that I met him prior to yeah. money and the time away and all that. So that was a huge help because I can't say that, oh, I would oh, I would have, you know, I would have still been the same girl and had his back. I, right. re I really don't. Matter of fact, he even used to say that, you know, when he was still with me and he would give these interviews and he'd think and he'd tell them, you know, what I'm saying like, I, I don't know how I'm going to, you know, I wouldn't be able to do it without having my girl prior to like all this happening. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know how these guys meet people. And then all of a sudden, how you trust? Right. How do you really know that that person is going to take a really long time? So. No, I don't know how he made this other transition in this relationship happen because he used to admit and say, I found one. I'm going to stay with my girl. This is my girl prior to me making money or being famous. So, mm -hmm. 
You know, I don't know. Even he used to admit that it was hard, so I don't... I don't know, man. I mean, look, I'm still single. Like, you're right. This shit is hard. I was like, you know, right away when I feel some sense, something that's not happening, and I'm not even in that degree of celebrity that he is at all. And I still get it where I get, you know, I'm dating guys because I'm not into the power thing or the right. money thing and the fame thing. So I date whomever has, you know, the, the, the flavor that I'm into and is actually has the... You know, the mm, the hoots to come up to me and say, hey, I, you know, I want to take you out. Well, let's roll. Okay. Most of the time, I'm serious. It, it, fireman, UPS man, yeah. you name it. City worker, one of my favorite, my longest, uh, deepest relationships with a city worker. You know what I'm saying? Street paver, what have you. Mm -hmm. And it didn't work out because it would always come up. Like they think, as a male, it's hard for them to believe that she went from this guy and now she's with me. I did, right. They would always have such a hard time. They never let it stuck around to actually really see that I was sincere and, you know, would, would, was into him. Mm -hmm. Didn't matter what he had or didn't have. So, but they never really st stuck in there. And then the, the so-called NBA players or NFLers and, and people with money and power, too, they, they had a trip because they felt like, uh, oh, shoot, uh, I want to be the special one. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I've encountered anyway. Is that right? Yeah. And so, uh, so far, mm, it just <laughs> hasn't worked out and it's been so long that so now what's it gonna take i have no idea because i haven't had it happen it's been what almost 15 years now oh wow i know Oof. but and it's been so long i hate to say it that i'm that I'm kind of okay now, like comfortable mm -hmm. with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, I keep myself busy, I have family and friends. And plus, look, who who gets to have a relationship like this ever in their life? Mm -hmm. People are, are gunning for that. And I did it, I yeah. had it. So, you know, I'm not impatient. Most of these women that have never had it, they're like, I've never had this true, deep, meaningful love and relationship. And I was like, man, I did it. So if it shall never happen again, I think I'm okay with it. Right. And that's why I'm very patient and hoping that I can get that chance again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so I'm still single. No. All right. Well, uh, hit us up on Twitter. <laughs> if you want to holler at Darlene, you better have your game tight, though. Not necessarily. No? No. Okay. Just be, just be confident, man, and be headstrong. Yeah, all but right. your game is, nah. Nah. I'm all right. Okay. Plus, I love farmers. I grew up in. Is that right? Yeah, I love farmers. I love country guys because I grew up so in what's wife. considered it. Yeah. She didn't, she didn't get that. Are you serious? I'm city boy. Josh. No, but I like a city guy as well. But I'm just saying, like, in other words, that's where I can go. I can go the full thing. Like, look, right. if some stuff happens and you're a city guy, mm. I don't know how city you are. But let some shit happen. Let us be riding around in a car and it break down. I'm jumping yeah. out. I'm popping that hood up. Yeah, I'm okay. getting in there. I'm getting under. I'm getting in there. I can change brakes. I can change oil. I can. Yeah. I grew up like that. It was a tomboy, motorcycle, shooting guns, all that. So I can go the full thing. Country to city, you name it. Broke, rich, doesn't matter. I can, I can, I can deal with it. Okay. I like it. <laughs> well, I wish more would, but anyway. What, uh... <laughs> I don't know. That's hard to imagine. I think I think you're right, though. There's a certain uh, maybe intimidation, mm -hmm. you know. Thanks, Ice. Not really. Man, but yeah. <laughs> man, got to man, got to get their confidence up. Yeah, you know. But I try. I try to make them feel as comfortable as possible. And does you know, it like, feel like? I mean, maybe this is not a fair question, but it's all right. Um, does it feel like just men in general are not as confident 
as they used to be? I just think period, not as they used to be. I think period. And like I said, too, he was such a unique individual that he made it hard. Mm -hmm. You know, people always get this from people. Oh, get over him. It's not him. It's things that I learned to be attracted to and I liked. I really, there's a majority of everything that I really dug about him stayed with me. I Mm -hmm. really like that in a guy, in a man. So, I mean, he's not your frou-frou type of guy that, like I said, if some shit broke down. Right. We used to call it Marrow Ingenuity, which is his last name. Uh And... uh, (laughs) I got this, and it was so good. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm attracted to stuff like that. So, but um, but it's still very simple, though. Like I said, just be you and just be uh, open to other things. Oh, big family guy. Mm. You got to be a big, or at least let me go with my family. I'd uh-huh. love to have a guy involved because he, mm, he really wasn't that when I was with him. And I got it because he was uncomfortable around. My sure. family's like heavy duty. Is that like, right? Like, oh, you're talking about like, oh, my God, you'd show up and it's like, wait, what? Is this a, I didn't know that it was a club or a party. It's like, no, nah, it's just so-and-so's anniversary or birthday. My family goes all out and I yeah. love it. But I wish I had somebody to experience that with me because I just love my family, mm-hmm. my dad's family. Uh. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, um, I'll help you with that confidence if you don't have it. All right. Put it like that. Nice. Yeah. So, uh. If you're being the girl that was starting out now the way you were, mm-hmm. what, what advice would you have? Jesus, well, nowadays it's it's really changed. It's totally different. I could give entirely different advice back when we started. Mm-hmm. Now, whew, um, <clears throat> like I said, oh, God. I mean, I could always say, you know, build up your confidence all you can, but it's just tough now because, you, like I said, you've got social media and it's just like, awful you have to really build you have to thick 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 skin and you know deal with some other deeper things in life maybe go and volunteer for some heavier stuff like you know hospice like I do Mm. things that keep you really grounded and like you things that really matter in life and you won't be bothered by crap that people say really like I said I go oh my god when I was growing up I really did that that old saying like six sticks and stones where did that go you know what I'm saying may break your bones words will never hurt me they yeah. don't but we're nowadays, in the opposite of that thank now. you oh my god people are so super duper sensitive they say I'm like really what somebody says and then it's always somebody hidden like mm-hmm. a little egg it's not their face it's not their background you know what I'm saying it's like right. you don't even know what this person who cares if it, it I don't get it. I really don't. Like, but I think just um, don't get into something. Be fair to you and the other person, and don't get into a relationship if you have any kind of um, notion that you're not uncomfortable with. Like, you, I can't deal with this. Don't do it. Don't do it to them. Don't do it to you. And and move on. There's so many other people out there. I hate when people go, oh, "It's my soulmate." I was like, "No, dude." There's just like when you find and you meet a bunch of friends and really nice people. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Go out there and just you know, discover other people. But don't get involved in, with somebody and say, "Oh, I'm gonna uh, you know make this work." And plus, half the time, a lot of those guys that are have power and money and things like that. I hate to say it, but I don't think the girls. I think they need to really see who they're getting involved with and be like, you know what, damn, this person isn't with me for, you know, she really cares about me. It's a money thing. Mm -hmm. I can't even imagine. I don't know. I can't, I can't, I I can't even give advice to anyone because it's like bullshit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, really, lady? No, seriously, I I know know that I would feel it right away and say, okay, I can't deal with this. As much as I dig this dude, I can't deal with it. So all I can say is the the moment you really feel like okay I love this guy I'm gonna do whatever it takes to make it work out 
do, do it. You know what I'm saying? Of course, try to hold on to your integrity, mm-hmm. <laughs> your dignity. Mm-hmm. Don't do anything like that. But um, just make sure. And just like the moment that you have that feeling that I can't hang, go. Don't waste your time. Shut. It's, like, it's short. You know what I'm saying? Like, shh. what, 15 years now single? I think maybe... 12 years ago, I might have figured it all out. You know what I'm saying? Like, but thank God. Um, I have good friends around me and family and stuff like that. But uh, mm-hmm. it's not easy. I mean, there, actually, there really is no, you know, winning formula to it. Just just don't waste your time. You know what I'm saying? The moment that you feel that you can't hang, then you, I don't know. You can't do it, especially in in, uh, in Hollywood. Yeah. In that kind of industry. Good luck. Or sports. Shit, I don't know. Um, give it a go, you know. But I don't. You know, I, I used to say I don't want to deal with anybody who's famous or has money or anything like that anymore. I was like, ah, hell no. But that's not right. That's not fair. <laughs> so I, I, I do. I try to give everybody a go. But I don't know. I, I can't really give like any specific advice just because it's so tough nowadays. Hell, I don't even know. I haven't been involved with anybody nowadays, and so I don't even. I know what we're dealing with. Are you on uh, any of the online dating? No, 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 no. I don't. No Tinder. I don't believe in any of that at all. No. I'm like, look, just old school. If I'm at a freaking, you know, um, store, uh-huh. you know, what I'm saying a Home Depot or Walk something. Up. Hell yeah. Yeah. I love that. I'm mm-hmm. so attracted to, to to guys that just like even in a parking lot. Excuse me, I want to tell you something. I'm like, oh my god, I like <laughs> this guy already. <laughs> so it's that easy with some girls. Like just come up. Is a lot of times guys will look over and they kind of just smile and throw you something and it's like. He didn't come over, like really, right. dude. You're not gonna say anything. Yeah, I think yeah. they're afraid to get shot down. Who cares? What do sure. you got? What do you got to lose? I remember in high school, I met this. I walked up to this girl in the library, where you're not supposed to talk, you know. Ooh. And and uh, <laughs> stop. And I and I forget what I said to her, but she she was like, "Did you just walk up to me and start talking?" And I said, "Yeah. What, what's the problem with that?" And she said, "Well, she told me only black guys do that to me." <gasps> I love it. It's funny. I love it. Stop. And yeah. you're like, well. Not really. I was like, I okay. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm breaking those barriers, I girl. guess. Good for you, you know, Josh. San See? Francisco, we have we have uh, diversity mm-hmm. up there. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, In L.A., it kind of. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I think they had it, too, but not as big. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. But uh, not where I was from, though, in Corona. Oh, my God. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. No, I was the first one to date outside my race for years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Only because my dad was very uh, um, cool with everything. I saw him dating. Um, well, not dating because he never brought a woman around me, but mm. I saw him like hanging out, you know what I'm saying, with women of other colors. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that was very cool. That's funny. Yeah. Gave me the okay that it was like, it's all right. Yeah. You know, yeah. So what do you want people to take away from the book? Mm. Wow, there's so much. Um, be cool with your ex. You know what I'm saying? Like, when stuff comes to an end, like I said, don't all of a sudden start bad-mouthing the other person just because oh, something didn't big. work out. It's huge. Um, I see that, too, lately, because now you can throw something out there on, you know, Twitter or what have yeah. you, and it's so sad. And then they have children. Yeah. But just um, stuff comes in. It's not the end of the world, man. Like, okay, you know what? Wish you well. Wish it hadn't. Mm-hmm. Wish it would have went this way and all that, but it didn't. So let me mosey on and, you know, 
wish you well. Because it really, if you cared about somebody, you want the best for them, period, mm -hmm. whether they're with you or not. It's supposed to be that way. So just take that, you know what I'm saying? Because that's what I did. I was like, nah, you know, that's my, and my, it's my kid's dad on top of it. But I think yeah. even if we didn't have a, a child that, of course, I wouldn't have gotten ugly. So just be respectful towards another human being, not, oh, this guy broke my heart, whatever, okay, you know? Um, uh, so you, um, I mean, you know, you've been through so much and you seem so just level-headed about it. Mm -hmm. So is that all, do you have moments where you gotta catch yourself? Or I know we were talking earlier about, mm -hmm. um, you know, meditation, you said you use music to kind of yeah. keep you calm or, yeah. or centered, right? Mm -hmm. um, is that uh, like? Do you? Ha is there something you do when you need to like remind yourself, or are you just like cool like this at uh, all times? Uh, I try to be. Okay. I would like to think that I keep pretty level-headed and yeah. stay pretty chill. You never most fly of the time. off the handle. No, and if I do, boy, you've really done something wrong. Okay. Because I really will step up if I have to. But um, is that right? Yeah, but but. But you know what? I've just been around through a lot of heavy, deep stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For a long time, since I was a child. And like I mentioned earlier, that I um, I volunteer for hospice. And that's as deep as you can get. Other yeah. than birth, other than people being born, when people die, that's like a, that puts a lot in perspective. Mm -hmm. And so it just allows me to get that, to, to, to put everything in perspective. Like I said, um, other things that happen, like, you know, when people go through certain things, and like, oh, it's so devastating. You know, I wrecked the car or I, you know, this and that is uh, going wrong for me. Really, it's, it's not that serious, you know, especially when you're around that and you see people passing away either too soon, you know. Yeah. It's just, it just so, I, I've been through that stuff where it kind of like just grabs me and I, and I can't allow myself to trip off some minor stuff really and most of the stuff is really minor mm -hmm. other than dying and being and having bad health or whatever it's like everything else is just it's not meaningful to me so i've like i said i i think nowadays people need to really um get a grip on what really matters in life children you know what i'm saying the well-being of children and then not all this materialistic i've noticed too that that's been like a huge thing like Mm -hmm. lately where people are like all about you know the women are all about you know like my Louis Vuittons and mm -hmm. my purse and my this and that and how we look and it's like wow you are never going to survive god forbid something you know happens to you health-wise or money-wise or whatever and I don't know I think people really need to get a, a a better grip on what's really important in life and that's basically life you know what I'm saying like yeah. so chill you know what i'm saying like you know. so you talk about that in the book and and mm. um you know in some ways it's a contrast to what we think of as the the rap lifestyle mm. and you you know you, you you mentioned your trips to the 99 cent store yeah and right that you're Which not I still love and do but is that right <laughs> yeah, of course um you know you just so you talk about not being materialistic mm -hmm. and uh so how does that Uh, what am I trying to say? Mm -hmm. Like, how does that play out for you when you're in this and you're surrounded by, you know, this luxury lifestyle and everybody's trying yeah. to floss and... You just stay you. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's easier for me. It's harder for them because for some reason I've, I know people like that mm-hmm. where they really feel the need that this makes me. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's so sad. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. And you just stay you. So I think a lot of people succumb to that. And I think there's about more than half that are out there walking around and thinking, oh, shit, I'm not even about this, but yet here I am. And, and I think it's just ultra weak. They think that's super duper special or that's powerful. And like, look at me, I've got more than you. That's so lame. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it was hella easy for me. That's mm-hmm. just who I am. Mm-hmm. And people say, oh, really? Like, I've seen you with this before. Yeah, swear to God. And I always do this and I say, listen, you can check my pedigree. That's what that's called. Check the history. Mm-hmm. Ask anybody you like. This is what I'm about. And more people need to be that. And I think there's a lot of people like, like that. But for some reason, they really feel that they need to follow. And like, be, you know what, I'm with that too. And then they start high-signing and co-signing over each other. I just, that's such a huge turnoff for me. But if that's what works for you and you feel the need to do that, go ahead. But it's just so phony to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, I'm not about that. I'm not going to hate on somebody. I have friends that are like that. You know what I'm saying? But a matter of fact, even when I went to New York, and I think a lot of people need to do that is just open up and just go, you know what, it feels so refreshing to be honest. I'm not going to lie and be like, oh, yeah. Even when I went out to New York, I didn't even own, like, a really warm, nice jacket. Mm-hmm. And so I had to call my friends. Like, there's this one girl that was like, oh, God, I gained so much weight and I bought all these brand-new jackets. I can't even wear them. Go ahead. And I was like, sweet, dude. I went in the closet <laughs> like it was a store. I mean, I was just right. borrowing this stuff. But I just love that. Like, it feels really good to just not be concerned and worried about you know, oh my God, I got to get this. And I actually love that. People even go, as a matter of fact, I'm not going to say his name. I was doing an interview in New York and somebody said, oh, and by the way, maybe you shouldn't say that. And let me go, what? What do you mean? Maybe I shouldn't say that and share that with people. What do you mean? Like, but that's not the truth. Oh, okay. And they really thought that that's, wow. they felt like, like they were helping you out. Yeah. Like, oh, maybe you shouldn't let people know. I go, well, what? But that's not the truth. And I go, mm-hmm. and that's not me. Mm-hmm. Like, why would I lie? That's, oh, okay. And they felt so shitty. But it's like, no, dude, that is what's happening with me. And and I think that that's refreshing. It's going to help other people out and other young ladies that feel that feel the need that they need to, okay, well, so-and-so is wearing this and so-and-so, you know, uh, buys this and all that. No, they need more people out there that are like, uh, I'm not about that, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like mm-hmm. I said, I'm not hating on the next person. If that's what you feel the need to do, go ahead. But I just not that kind of gal. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. But it 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 was actually fun, and it's interesting being around all that, and then you not being like that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm, no. And they look over me. You know what I'm saying, girl? We should go get. And I go. Eh. You know, I'm not even, even last night. My friends were like. You went to that place to eat again? Oh, and I'm like, dude, I happen to like that. Right. And they're like, oh, okay, it's got a B or whatever. I was like, oh, <laughs> God, whatever. <laughs> anyway, but I'm sorry. I'm just right. like really more. Um, no, nah, I get it. That's just me, man. Yeah. And that's another thing, too, that people need to, guys need to realize. They're, they're, they're uncomfortable about that. They really think that they need to impress me by, you know, certain things, goods and mm-hmm. doing things. And I'm like, nope. Nope, you could take me to a concert and we don't have to have good seats. I've got binoculars, you know what I'm saying? Like we <laughs> so Okay. But anyway, man, uh it's good. It's good to let people know cuz I've I've I have i i am trying to look and find people like that. Like, come mm-hmm. on, I know. And I can even look at people's eyes and I go, "I oh, I know that you're like a cool chick, but you ooh, dang it, you succumb to the rest of them and you're 
I mean, the pressure's real, right? It, it is, but come yeah. on now. People talk about being real and being strong. Well, then there it is. There's your moment and say, you know what? Yeah, it's not. that's not me. Come on, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for more and more to come out and just say, yeah, this that so wasn't me. Yeah. I mean, what'd you do before that? All of a sudden, now that you got money or you got fame, now all of a sudden you're like, I'm Mrs. So-and-so and I, mm -hmm. this is the story. No, you never did that before just because you got the money now. Because when I did... When you know, Ice and I got all that money and everything. I swear to God, it didn't. I didn't feel the need to go. Matter of fact, I couldn't even fathom, like spending money on things like that. I thought that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, just because yeah. I have it, people would go, "Well, you got this now. You should go." But I'm not feeling that. Mm -hmm. I, I I don't know. Thank God. Thank God <laughs> that I've never. You know, like I, I. It just. Yeah. I didn't feel it, and hopefully I never really will. I don't think so. Kind of late in life then. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I think, you know, in some ways, unfortunately, that's become synonymous with hip hop, right? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Is a certain, um, you know, not just a certain look, but a certain level of of spending or of showing off or, mm -hmm. or whatever, right? And so, um, and, and, you know, you kind of tell the story that, you know, your relationship in a lot of ways was really synonymous with your relationship to hip hop, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um so i wonder now how has that changed you know how does is mm. is, is hip-hop culture is that still part of your life you know yeah. how does it how's it different um there's not a lot mm. that i actually gravitate to and that i actually like mm -hmm. um i try i'm not one to just go oh i'm such an old school head that i can't even i don't even <laughs> want to check out you know so and so right no, i'll listen yeah. I mean, look, and then I have a son who's just turned 24. Sure. So he exposes me to things that I go, you know, that songs and music and artists that I'm like, huh, who? And then now, of course, it's flooded. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? The markets. A lot of, of times I'm like, it'll be like an independent artist or something like that that I've never heard of and that he exposes me to. But what, what does he put you up on that you liked? Oh, God. Uh, okay. I can't remember. I can't remember the guy's name, but I really liked him. He played a couple of videos for me please forgive me uh whoever you are that i forgot your <laughs> name but it's a it's a it's a jewish guy it's a it's a dude white dude uh -huh. and he's actually making fun of that what little dicky there you go there you go I little dicky i love it i love that dude see see yeah. so he exposed me to that and i was like oh my god i love that so Mm -hmm. I've been pulling up the videos and stuff like that, but I couldn't recall his name. But I, I like him. Like, see? Stuff yeah. like that I like. But just being open-minded. Um, I like certain, uh, I think, J. Cole. Mm -hmm. Of course, Kendrick Lamar. Even, like, B.O.B. Okay. You know, people like, but, um, but it's just harder now because there's just a lot of, you know, guys, rappers. That I, oh, Drake. Hello. Mm, love me some Drake. Okay. Uh <laughs> Kanye, so Jay Z, you know, even though they're not current current ones, but yeah, no, but um, they it's think just, they are. Yeah, there you go. I th I'd like to think they still are, you know, but I don't know. It's hard. I mean, they're it, considered old school now. Well, yeah, and and you know, I think about. I mean, it's hard for me as a fan to picture mm. rappers, not to Jay and Kanye, but like rappers in their fifties, right? Which you know, and which is unfair because like rock and rollers get to do it. Yeah, but it doesn't seem. It just is a hard leap to make. It is. You know what I mean? It was, you're right. Like, it feels like such a youthful thing, and, and so much of what what they're expressing mm. is is a, is about youth. You know what I mean? That's true, and the streets and all that. And it's like, absolutely. dude, you ain't streets anymore. You're raising family or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Exactly. That is pretty interesting. Yeah, you're right. 
Um, but just be, you know, open-minded to hearing some of the stuff, and that's mm-hmm. it. But believe me, it's few and far between that I find, you know, interesting to me. Yeah. You know, and like even the kid has to admit it. My son will say, oh, mom, he'll apologize. I'll go, oh, my God, didn't we just listen to the song? And he goes, no, it's a different artist. I'm like, it sounds the same, you know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it uh, it's not as deep anymore, first of all. And second of all, they're they're not as close to get to know each other. Like they're not the relationships with them in the industry or not like that anymore. Thank yeah. God I grew up in like that. You know what I'm saying? And I had that experience for the 80s and the 90s because it was only a ha- couple handfuls. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people would actually be like, that's so-and-so, let's get together. You know, but now I can't, right. yeah, it's like such a battle. And then there's a lot of hate. Back in the day, it was cool. Like everybody had that same, you know, like I said, a, a camaraderie where they were like, man, we're, we're all in this together, you know? Mm-hmm. Let's fight this little, you know, this struggle together because everybody said it was a fad and it was going to fade away. Yeah. Um, but nowadays, everybody's in competition, hating, you know what I'm saying? Just de- belittling one another, putting each other down. Who's got more of this? Who's got more? But yes, you, you're right. That was part of like a little braggadocia type thing that they used to do. Mm-hmm. But they didn't live by it. You know right. what I'm saying? Like you'd see one another. It wasn't like now it's like, you know, they're putting each other down on social media. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It's 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 gone. Um, It's kind of too far out of hand now. It's like uh, and it's just um, watered down. You know what I'm saying? If anybody said they came from the streets, and you're like, really? Uh, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of yeah. sad, but but um, but you get respect. I mean, there's some that really still give it up. I don't know if you've caught that, but even that towards the end, because I put the um, great photos and collages that, that are in there that I put a lot of heart and soul into, Yeah. Um, that I put them pertaining to the era, mm-hmm. to that chapter. Mm-hmm. And in the towards the end, because I just went and uh, met with a Kid Ink, who cool. has a tattoo of me on his body. I don't know what it is, but you're just my type. Yeah. Everything's just right. B said, put it to the left, don't listen to the hype, though. Got a cup in your hand. Baby sitting, but you ain't got no kiss. We ain't leaving till it ain't no more left. Can't see no time on the Rolex. I can tell you a freak gon' show it. Looking for the after party with a dough at. Dough on the flow like a dough mat. Baby, you know where to throw that. I said... So the picture's in there. It's towards the back. Oh, that's um, cool. And that was so cool. You know what I'm saying? And he he was so kind. And that's what I loved because I was like, oh, there's hope in the world. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Because he could have been like, mm, whatever. His lady. No, he was just like so, you know, like just uh, in honor. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, oh, this is so cute. And yet here I was excited like, oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? All these, you know, people that are of, of his generation we're so excited, you know what I'm uh-huh. saying? Like, oh my God, you're gonna go meet Kidding? And I was like, yeah, I heard that he's got this tattoo and his girlfriend set this whole thing up and wanted me to come and meet him and take a picture with him or what have you. And and he, it was so damn cute and very genuine where he said, you know, hey, I, I've been waiting for like three years to meet you. And then when he pulled it up, cause I had no idea, so everybody was just telling me that, you know, this, this guy who's out now, a rapper that has yeah. uh, you tattooed on his body. And I'm like, really? No way. And I was like, the power image, oh, cool. And then when I saw it and he pulled it up, and I'm like, wait, you oh, you added wings to it. And he said, yeah, you're an angel. Wow. <laughs> I almost wanted to cry. I'm like, That's so freaking sweet. That's amazing. Yeah. So anyway, but um, I don't know. Well, there's, there's, there's some hope still, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, for the music and for just how they are. I don't know. I wish them well. You know, 
all the best on everything out there with anything, not just rap, but all yeah. the all the music, you know, because I'm an R&B. Actually, I'm an R&B funk junkie. Is that right? Yeah. What What moved you? What do you listen to? Um, I like old school stuff. Um, new artist. Like uh, what? Give me some. What's the old? Old school hardcore like, funk. You know, like of course, uh, you know George Clinton, mm-hmm. uh, Cameo, Daz Band, stuff like that. Um, anything hardcore dance, mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying, like uh, old Breaking Breaks and okay. stuff like that. Um, R and B. You still put those on? Oh hell yeah! No, that's a must. I that's a must. Nice. All the time. I mean, that's what keeps me mo- mo- moving, like physically. I need to hear some of that stuff. There's not a lot of things nowadays that I can put on and be like, I want to move. It's all like either electronica, that kind of stuff, which is fine. But like, I prefer, yeah, the old, like, it's got to have a good beat rhythm. So, you like, know? what's a, what's a song? Uh, mm, what's a good old school song? Yeah, like Aqua Boogie. Okay. Stuff like that. Can't catch the rhythm of the stroke. Why should I hold my breath? Feeling that I'm not joking. Things you blow because of things you swim through. Watch all your nose to spite your feet. Of course, my girl Tina Marie. Sure. Who, if you paid attention in the book, um, yeah. we wrote a song together called Definition of Down, because mm-hmm. I had already had the title of my book. Um, so so I, is, I love is, Tina and Rick. Is somebody going to record that? They already did. She did. Oh, she did? She finished it. She actually finished um, her album. I didn't put that in there. I did put the lyrics to the song. Uh, that year, unfortunately, that she passed later that year, earlier that year, she said, we, we, you know, I've been telling you for years we need to write a song. And I said, let's do it. And she said, hey, I heard you're writing a book. What's the title? And I said, definition down. She goes, that's the title of our song. Let's wow. go. And we got together and we finished it. She recorded it. It wasn't mastered yet. The entire album called Beautiful, which her daughter uh, put it out earlier this year, mm. 2015. She put it out in February. It took two years after her mom's passing to um, put it out. But we finished it. We finished the song almost two, three months before she passed away. But um, sure. but of course I listen to Tina, yeah. Rick, you know. So, um, and then nowadays, of course, I love me some, you know, like Mary J. And mm-hmm. you know, but Alicia Keys, uh, Faith Evans, still, you yeah. know, what I'm saying, but stuff like that. That's, and then new stuff, new, new, new artists like Vivian Green, which by the way is produced by like Kwame, okay, who I love too. And that's not hardcore street, but I like like yeah. all a lot of it. It just is, it's just songs that get to me. It's not, it doesn't have to do with it an artist if they're hardcore or whatever mm-hmm. but like I dig him and like now he's producing can you can imagine that now he's producing you know stuff like that R&B that I love so um so what's next what are you trying to do professionally 
Um, well, I've always wanted to open up my own uh, fitness studio, very small one. I've been doing this uh, classes, instructing, personal training for 20 years now, okay. which I love. Um, I would love to do that eventually after, of course, hopefully I can option off this like into some kind of movie to mm -hmm. any degree. I don't care. I just know that the story is so special. I would love to see it presented somehow like that. Whether Who's going to play you? <laughs> Who would play me? Yeah. God, I don't know. Um, uh, well, JLo's my age, so she can, <laughs> so sorry, J which I love. I love Jennifer Lopez. I don't know. There's so many great, uh, Latina actresses out there now. I don't know. I'd be, ex I'd be excited for any of them to, 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 to do something like that and represent me. So I don't know. I don't know. What's homegirl's name that's on, on, uh, Jane the Virgin. Oh, Rodriguez? No, not Rodriguez. Um, I don't. I don't know her name, but I know who you're talking about. Anyway, I like her. That okay. Lady. She's 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 cool. But um, I'd like to see that happen eventually. But I definitely would like my own, you know, little fitness studio. I don't need much. But but I know that right away, the moment I do get my hands on some kind of extra like cash, where I'm a, just comfortable. That's all I need to do. Mm -hmm. Is that I'm gonna take off like at least. My son calls me crazy because he just doesn't want me to go. But I, I want to travel. I just want to go away. I want A friend of mine has a um, farm in Ecuador. Oh, wow. Like, I'd love to just go over there and help her cultivate that and get that prepared. And also, I want to just, um, I'm going for my death midwife certification. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I already do hospice volunteer, but I'd like to take that and help people that aren't capable at home to yeah. take care of their loved ones. Because I just have that. It's a calling, but I'm, I want to share that. It's huge. So yeah, so if I get just enough, I don't need too much, but just enough that it w I, I would be comfortable and take the time off to do that, and it'd be totally volunteer. Like I don't even need to make anything from it. It's mm -hmm. it's bigger than that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so just you know, um, so hopefully I'd be able to help everybody still stay fit and help myself out at the same time. Um, I like to see those. Well, you results. can't see Darlene behind this desk, but you are very fit. Thank you. I'm all right. I'm probably in there. I'm all yeah, right. You might be better than I. Right. Yeah, it's it's not easy being like hitting that <laughs> mark, man. Damn near fifty. I love it though. I feel good. That's I feel better than I did when I was 25. It's so funny how when you take care of yourself, you know, what I'm saying you really feel good. But thanks, Josh. You made me I'm blush. <laughs> blushing. So that's it. I mean, like I said, I'm not. Um, you know, looking for, you know, too much, but, um, but I would love to see that developed into something like that. And plus we wrote a, we wrote a couple of, um, uh, treatments for TV shows and one of them got a development deal from Discovery last year. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we're waiting. They're still shopping that and we'll see. It's called Love Don't Live Here. Okay. And, uh, hopefully, That's reality or it's yeah, what? Yeah, it's reality. Not the reality that people think. It uh -huh. um, has to do with um, um, getting rid of things that uh, you were left with from your ex-loved one. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. And so they, they liked it, and we wrote it, and we shopped it, and Discovery gave us a little deal, and we shot, like, a treatment and mm -hmm. a nice pilot. And so they're still, you know, working with that, so we'll see what happens with that. And that'll That's be cool. cool. Yeah. So you know what? But um, I'm hoping that would be my dream is to get that, especially after seeing the success of, you know, Straight out of Compton. I was like, oh, my God, I got the story that happens before that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so... We'll see what happens with that, that's but cool. um, yeah, but um, that's what I'd like to see happen. But other than that, I'm I'm all right. I'm all right. Just want to keep doing what I'm doing, and I'm I'll be I'll be good. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
my last question though, I know you've been all over the world, backstage, mm. on stage. If you had to pick a favorite show, live show that you've seen, mm. what would it be? Wow. Ooh. Probably Prince. Probably Prince. Um, because I never thought as, you know, a, a teenager when I was hearing his music that I'd even ever get to even go to a concert, let alone run into him and see him in the offices of Warner Brothers. So, yeah, that yeah. was interesting walking right by him like, ah. I bet. And then, of course, my ex, that would come into, it's right up there with, like, you know, number one. Because uh, to see the first huge tour, the Dope Jam, of course, mm -hmm. and him get on stage and see that many people singing along with the lyrics. It was incredible. Where was the show? I think that one that I recall was in Texas. And I remember saying, these people aren't gonna know. This is, you know, how's this gonna go? You know, of course you see that you've, you've got records, you know, sales and stuff yeah. like that, but you're on this tour now. So you're like, oh, but we're gonna, we're touring outside of LA. Who was on He's tour? West Coast. Oh God, that was the mega tour, which I speak about in the book. It was um, Ice-T, he opened up. Um, Public Enemy, Dougie Fresh, Slick Rick, Eric B and Rakim, Biz Markie, who shared a bus with us. That's all it's stories. It's amazing. That's what I'm yeah. saying. See, I can't. Man, I've done it. I've, <laughs> <laughs> I've done some incredible yeah. things, man. I'm good. But yeah, that that was a. I would have to say so. Yeah, my exes, and then of course seeing Prince. Somebody and where did you like see it. Prince? Um, just everywhere. Of course, look, we when we signed to Warner Brothers, he was an artist. Yeah. Warner Brothers so we were like you know we had access to see him everywhere I can't recall the first one there's been so many see how fortunate it is I mean I'm not bragging or anything but man mm -hmm. that is amazing yeah to just not even know like not even have a count of how many times I've I've seen him as a matter of fact even recently excuse me when I saw him caught him at the uh, forum when he gave those $25 mm -hmm. uh, ticket performances for what like two weeks long yeah yeah so it's just amazing but I love him anyway as an artist that it was like blew my mind I wish I would have seen Michael Jackson more. I think the only time I've caught Michael Jackson uh, was at award shows, okay. performances. But other than that, I I don't think I ever went to a Michael Jackson concert, which yeah. is unfortunate. But so I'd have to say Prince blew my mind. <laughs> yeah, mine too. Right? He's See? amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wish you all the success. Thank you. With this, um, like I said, thank you for the book. It's great. I'm so glad you like it. Yeah. Thank you, Dad. All right, did you guys like that interview? Man, I loved talking to Darlene. Fellas, she's single, and she is looking as fine as ever. If you if you want to holler at Darlene, she's not on Tinder. She's not on eHarmony. None of that stuff. You got to get at her face-to-face. -face. But I'll tell you what, hit us up on Twitter, at Rebel Radio Net. You can make your pitch to me, and, uh, and let's see. Maybe I'll connect you with Darlene. Come back next week for more Rebel Radio goodness. We have a special, our first sponsor, our first uh, real sponsor will be debuting next week's show. It's very exciting. I'm not going to spoil the surprise for you, but we'll leave it at that. You got to listen next week.